one driving in the sun looking up for number one California here we come right back where we started from well, hustles, grab your guns, your shadow what is happening ladies and gentlemen this is the RJK world tour podcast that much you probably know what you also probably know is the theme of this episode definitely if you can read certainly if you can hear that song playing in the background this is part three of the california mini series that i'm doing at the moment so i said part three now i know what you're thinking well, i've not heard parts one and two do not stress you don't have to listen to these in any particular order there's no underlying plot lines there's no twists and turns that you're going to miss out on but if you do want to go and listen to parts one and two be my guest they're about joshua tree and san diego this particular episode is about yosemite national park now i first heard about yosemite on an episode of saved by the bell some of you know what saved by the bell is some of you will not some of you younger people will not the older generation will almost certainly know what i'm talking about and for those people it was the episode that mr belding hired his brother to be a substitute teacher started off being a great guy ended up being a bit of a tool one of the things he did in the episode is convince the kids to take their annual trip to a white water rafting destination instead of the already planned trip to, you guessed it, Yosemite National Park. Now, you're going to hear all about it, but it honestly is one of the most beautiful places I've ever been to. I've seen a lot of beautiful stuff in my time, and this might be number one. But it's not all positive, this episode. There is a few negative things about Yosemite, and... I'll be the first to admit that some of them could have been avoided with better planning, but there's definitely some things that are worth knowing if you're planning to go to Yosemite yourself. So yeah, I hope you enjoy the conversation about Yosemite and I hope that you get something from it. Uh, This is the part actually, talking of more bad planning. (laughs) (laughs) So we were going to go to San Francisco, then to Yosemite, but we switched it up a little bit. Went to Ventura, was it? We weren't aiming for there, though. We were at no. Santa Barbara, was it, we were going to go to? Yeah, that's right. But we changed the plan. We we're going to go to San Fran. But then because of a friend we were meeting in San Fran, we went Yosemite first, then across. Yeah, that was it, um, yeah. But yeah, that's a, that's a heck of a drive. So we went to aim for Santa Barbara, but LA traffic just murdered us. Didn't get there. End up luckily finding campsite and I don't think it was a KOA no it was a family friendly one it was more of a family friendly. it was another family one wasn't it? it yeah it was another one of those but I don't I can't remember what it was called it's a tiny one really wasn't it yeah yeah and it was quite it was reasonable sized yeah, maybe so, time we're going in it was like quite a big field there was hardly anyone there and they sent us right to the back corner <laughs> like did you have that. to do that <laughs> yeah I remember that Big day of driving, to be honest, out of a couple of stops here and there. Next day, we headed to the outskirts of Yosemite. Yeah. Via a few interesting things. One of them was a In-N-Out burger. 
Oh, yeah. Was that then? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was before that. No, it was on the, on the trip to, to uh, Yosemite. And if you don't know what In-N-Out Burger is, it's a fast food ch- chain, but it's exclusive to California. Uh, but I actually found it a, a real fascinating experience. First of all, the simplicity of the, men- the menu was just a good thing and it's an obvious thing they tried to do. It was like, look, we're not going to make give you loads of choice. We're just going to make a few things and just make it simple so we can just get through more stuff. Yeah, I think they did good with that. But even if you ask for some slight twist, they'd still do it and put time and effort into it. The The guy at the counter took like a real interest in where I was from and what I was doing there. And even the guy who was just sleep, sweeping the floor, he was like so proud to be part of In-N-Out Burger, wasn't he? <laughs> He's like asking us all these questions, and he was we were just saying about oh you know we heard about In Out Burger being good. And he's like oh yeah, I really hope so. Like we really do try and do our best. And yeah, he was like good. so proud. I'm like fucking hell. Even like the customer service is so good here, and like it was seemed so there was nothing to be gained from them. It's not as if we're going to give them a tip because it's not the sort of place to do that. Mm. So it was just doing it because they wanted to give it rather than because they wanted some money for it. Yeah, they were really good. That was cool. We passed those ghost towns. Do you remember that on the way there? No. So we didn't actually go in one, but there's all these abandoned towns and some of them are... Because there was mining out there back in the day and then the mining shuts down. So there's I realised there was ghost towns. Yeah, there was, they were advertised as ghost towns. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I completely missed that. The drive itself was pretty nice. I think we went through, was it called Red Rock National Park? Drove through that. Oh, in Yosef. Oh, going to. Yeah, going yeah, to. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. It was a cool, cool town we passed through. Oh, I do remember this. Is mm. this where the um, cowboy place was? That bar yeah. that was so cowboy focused. Yeah, with the swinging saloon door. Yeah, I'd yeah. quite like to have a drink in there one day. The only thing that put me off about it, it was that there was an England football shirt on the wall. <laughs> Yeah. So it was a bit, and you kind of go all this way. You've flown to LA, you've gone well out of the way, you're in the middle of nowhere, you think, and then there's an England shirt there. It's like, <laughs> come to get away from all this. I know, yeah. Where did we stay? We stayed at June Lake. See, I knew it was Lake, I knew it was going to be Jay, but I couldn't remember. Which is, on, which is probably about an hour away from Yosemite. Yeah. Which was freezing. <laughs> That was ridiculous, wasn't it? Yeah. And you won't put the heating on. I didn't want it to flatten the battery <laughs> though, did I? I didn't want to be stranded in the middle of June Lake. <laughs> oh, so. so yeah. That was a journey to Yosemite. And then uh Yosemite we went to the next day. Yeah. See this is the situation where you're so confident with your answers. You definitely book when you get there. You definitely don't have to pre book. And there was literally no room at the inn. <laughs> Wherever we went, there was nowhere to stay, apart from that one place. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, let's start from the beginning. So, I might have had a bit of bad planning again <laughs> on this one. This is why I do it, though. I make the mistakes and everyone else learns from them. <laughs> I might have had some bad planning. First of all, Yosemite, if you plan on going there, you need to plan well in advance because things get booked up months and I mean months before yeah and and the seasons as well where you can't actually camp in some parts of the 
of Yosemite during the winter months because it's uninhabitable or or whatever, not safe to do so. We booked a matter of days before mm. at one place, uh, June Lake, which is one side of Yosemite. The next day we drove, entered the park and drove through, which honestly... It's one of the most beautiful places I've ever been to. Yeah, it was stunning. Really good. Yeah, it was just breathtaking. It was just classic beauty. It was mountains, lakes, snow caps there, nice trees, had all the colours. The weather was amazing. The desert was beautiful um, and beautiful in its own right. But this was just like the pinnacle yeah, definitely. It's probably one of the most beautiful places I've been. It might be number one for me. Like there. Ooh, even more than places in um, New Zealand. That's that tough. Was, yeah. So that, again, it's it's a coin toss. It really is. They're both amazing. And they're both classically beautiful. Mm. But yeah, it, it was amazing. So we're, we're driving through, just stopping off here and there, having a few photos, checking it out. Uh, it's, it's amazing. And then we decide to head to Yosemite Valley, which is sort of the, the centre point of of Yosemite. Um, there's an, a waterfall there, Yosemite Falls, which we'll get to. Hmm. And it was here for a couple, a couple of hours that the day started to turn a little bit and it wasn't as fun as it, as it had been. So we started off in such a good mood because the place is incredible. And as you're going to the valley, so is everyone else. It's just so many people. And I'm ending up in this one-way system. And once you're in that system, you're playing a waiting game to get out. And uh, we parked up. We investigated the possibility of staying there. Um, And you can book on the day. But it's like a first-come, first-serve. But everyone's getting there early and even um, like you know the list um the waiting list the waiting list was huge 40 people or yeah something. the chances of getting on. something was slim but there was one there was two openings in the whole camp one of them was a tent for is it like 140 dollars or something something like that and good god was that a rip off there was no heating no light two single camper beds you couldn't use your own cooking equipment there's just yeah it just wouldn't be worth it would literally it? no benefit like we we basically got offered it to start we thought oh, it's a bit more we want to pay and then we checked out the other camping situation and then we kind of convinced ourselves in a way we're like you know like you do you were on holiday I was turning 30 the next day. It's like, you know, we're not as often if we do this every day. It's like, should we do it? Why not? What have we got to lose? And then we found out the rest of the details about the lack of electricity, the lack of heating. It's like, fucking hell. That's just, I mean, that just shows how in demand the place is if they can charge $140. Yeah, definitely. And that was the last one as well. So, and then the other option was you could stay at Yosemite Lodge for... $250 a night or something like that. Might have even been more than that, I can't remember. Yeah. Point is, massively oversubscribed. You know, they they built the park or built it up, say built it up, put the infrastructure in 50 years ago. 
and it's just got more and more popular every year. It's got people like me and you going who who want to do the same stuff. So, mm. you know, it's it's. I don't see how much you can do about it. When we drove around trying to find a parking space like everyone else, and it's just a game of luck because no one's leaving. And uh, yeah, you're just driving around and hoping that someone's getting out of the car. And then there was a load of people being irritating because they'd walk to the car. It's like, oh, are you going? And then like, no, and then just sit in the car. Yeah, that was like, irritating. Come on, make a decision here. Well, we got lucky. Well, we, we drove a little bit out and then there was some spaces to park there. And then we still had a f- good few hours to get out and have a walk and stuff. Yosemite Falls, probably the most underwhelming waterfall I've ever seen I think it's just a different time of year it isn't is, it yeah because yeah. we're, we're going at the we're going just after summer it's, they've had so little rainfall that it was just like a, <laughs> a broken tap as you'd like to say yeah it weren't great whereas I think if you went at the start of the summer after it's had a winter it'd be pretty impressive yeah yeah, like it weren't bad at all, but yeah. it just wasn't quite what you would expect. A lack of water, nice rock, <laughs> the water aspect of the waterfall. <laughs> Limited. Wasn't, yeah, it wasn't the best. Um, but then we ended up having an experience that it's one of those things that happens to you if you're on your travels or you're on holiday that you, can, you can't really plan for. Something just happened um, and you get lucky. And it happened to us, so we walk on from the waterfall, we're walking around. We get towards the rain road, we take a random left that no one's really going on, because there's a building there. So we walk towards this building, and then I see this cage and a few few uh, seats. They call them bleachers. And I'm thinking, is, is, that, is that a baseball field? What on earth have they got a baseball field in the middle of Yosemite National Park? <laughs> we walk towards it and there's this woman there taking a few photos. We get speaking to the woman and it turns out that she grew up in Yosemite National Park. She doesn't live there anymore. She lives near the coast somewhere. Yeah. But she visits every year and she was visiting then. And she spent the first 10, 11 years of her life there. And she was one of the last babies to be born in Yosemite oh, yeah. before they made them go out. Because she was, what, 60 or something at that something point? Something like that, yeah. And they started making them go out for proper medical treatment. But she was telling us about uh, what it was like growing up. and Because you know, her dad was a, one of the rangers. And it's all you know is that school. And she went to school in that building. And is it nursery? No, it was a elementary school. Oh, okay, yeah. And she was just saying it was you know, great, like being able to be in the outdoors and and stuff like that. Yeah. Appreciates there was a wider world, but at the time you don't. She didn't know any better, and so it was it was really good for the time, like a real nice. Yeah. So that was cool, just hearing about what it was like, and because I think we'd even spoken like before, like I wonder what it's like to actually live in this yeah, little so. valley. Like, what is it to do? And then we we kind of find out in a in a way. Yeah. So that was one of the experiences. What happened? Oh, and then when the deer came out, mm. just one, and we thought that was awesome. Then there's like a whole family of them, or, or whatever you call a pack of deer. Yeah. It's <laughs> a good question, actually. Yeah, I don't know. But that was really sweet because you'd never ever get that close to them because they'd never want to get that close to humans. There wasn't, unfortunately 
couple of little brats <laughs> running around. Yeah, they were irritating. And the parents just wouldn't keep under control. So they're like making noises and kind of scaring the deers. One thing, I'd never actually seen deers lock horns before or Same. antlers. But they were, some of them were proper going for it. Yeah. They just run into each other and then they just, it's kind of like, no one was winning those fights. They were just kind of staying I mean, they were there. just playing, weren't they? Just playing. But it was incredible though. It's one of yeah. the best things. I was hoping they were going to come right close. They started to yeah. before those brats came along. Yeah, yeah. Fucking kids, eh? <laughs> but yeah both of those things are really cool if you had to go to Yosemite and you are in Yosemite Valley you do make it that far I recommend having a look at that just sitting in those bleachers just because it's so bizarre it's such a nice setting as well you've got the baseball field oh, yeah. you've got the school and you've got the mountains and the, the trees and stuff behind I'm not saying you'll have those two things that we had happen to us but like, even that little spot's just a cool little... Yeah, it is, yeah. I think speaking to the woman and the deers obviously made it. Yeah. But um, it might be worth checking out yeah. still, anyway. Definitely brought the day back round. Oh, definitely, yeah. yeah. Turned it... Kind of started off as an epic day, went turned a bit sour, and then brought it right back around. Yeah, definitely. But again, I think the overarching thing is that more than anything in California needs to be planned. Just definitely. It's well oversubscribed, and yeah, it's just hassle when you're there. Even finding a park, parking space down there, it's just, it's just chaotic. So, definitely, definitely, just have a think about it and think what you want to do and and get it booked in ASAP. Uh, there is definitely some beautiful things down there. One of the things that I didn't do, that I kind of wish I'd done, is is taken like a expectations versus reality picture. So you can you get some epic pictures pretty much anywhere you turn in that part of the world. But there was some where you got a nice backdrop and I cut out like the, the road with all the cars on it and the traffic cones and oh, stuff yeah. like that. Whereas actually down there it was like it's a big tourist trap and they they milk it. Which okay. which I get. But um considering it's supposed to be like the pinnacle of beauty, it gets full of people and vehicles and yeah, definitely. I would have liked to have stayed there a bit longer because there's loads of different walks and treks. Mm. People were staying there doing bouldering and stuff like mm. that. I think there's a lot to do. Definitely. Definitely. But all in all, a good day. And then we hit a massive stroke of luck. Although we, we couldn't stay in there, they provide us with a list of campsites on there outside of the park. And they said, which way are you driving? We said, we're going to go towards San Francisco, which is out west rather than the east that we'd come from. So they had a list along that road. And so we headed to one of them, but on the way we we popped into another one that I'd seen on the list. And the guy, for no reason at all, let us stay for free. Every time I went to the people and asked for something, <laughs> we got something good. <laughs> yeah. I think I might have something to do with it. Yeah, he was good because he was like, oh, I've got some bad news for you. There's no room. I've got some good news. You can just go around the back of that. What was it? What did he call it? Pavilion. Pavilion thing. And then you was like, oh, you can just stay there for the night with no charge. And we're like, can we cook? And he's like, yeah. He was really good, actually. Really good. Yeah. Because he said, oh, I'm full up, so I'd have to charge you for an RV thing for $80. He's like, ah, but I'll let you stay free. And there's no, it's not as if they're 
a big chain and they're, they're going to get loads of like no. return business from us. He like didn't know us, owed us nothing. There's no advantage to him of us staying. I can't even remember the frigging name of the place. Oh, <laughs> so I, I can't. I feel a bit bad. I, can't, now. I know. Yeah, yeah just, they deserve all the publicity they got, but they should get. But there's no advantage for him to for, for him to do it, and they did it. And it's just another example of just amazing customer service. Yeah, and no, he was awesome. And that was Yosemite. There it is, ladies and gentlemen, Yosemite National Park. There's not much left for me to say. Next episode, we will be taking a trip to San Francisco, which in many ways is the centre of the universe, which you will find out next week. As always, if you have enjoyed the show and you've got something from it, please take a couple of minutes to leave an iTunes review. It is much appreciated. Otherwise, my only rule, never fall in love at the Yosemite Shore. Hashtag RJK World Tour.